0: So the Mariners think that they're a wild card team. The Mariners went out and traded for Luis Castillo. The Mariners threw at Jose Altuve because Julio Rodriguez got hit by a pitch and he's on the aisle. And even Rodriguez says it was not intentional. But of course, first pitch of the game, what do uh, the Mariners do? They throw at Altuve's head. We're going to talk about this, the trade deadline, so much more on this edition of the Locked On Astros podcast that starts now. Hello
1: and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man Heisman, and Brett, H-Town wheelhouse chancy.
0: We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkAstros. Find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you at?
1: They can find me at h John Wheelhouse on Twitter and Instagram and at Astros411. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, always positive. Positive, we own the Mariners, always Stros.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Vroom. With Vroom, you can buy a car entirely online and have it delivered straight to you so you never have to go to a dealership again. So next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to vroom.com, and check out thousands of great cars and thank you for making locked on astros podcast your first listen we met thou- not thousands but we met, met a lot of people <laughs> uh at uh made park the other day and a lot of people said great things about our podcasts and so keep on tuning in make sure you subscribe to us on youtube uh give us a like while you're there and go ahead and listen to us on apple odyssey spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts Check us out. And I do have to uh, show somebody. Um, Alex Bregman, uh, he does have his hands and his arms back. It's a miracle.
1: Yeah, we had had a little healing ceremony for Bregman. And um, amazing what super glue can do. Good job, Eric. I had
0: to hold Bregman's hand for about 20 (laughs) minutes in order for it to go.
1: And... And And we got this Ryan Stanek ball signed. We did get it signed by Ryan Stanek. We're 15 away from 4,000 subscribers. Once we get that, we'll do the giveaway, one random winner. It is an authentic Major League Baseball. It's got Manfred's autograph. Well, his facsimile signature on there. But it is inauthentic. It's not some league ball, some little league ball. So um, get us to 15 more subscribers, 4,000, and we'll get that given away.
0: And thank you, Jay Roberts, for bringing me a replacement for this the, the Bregman and Alvarez back to back bobbleheads. You're awesome, dude. And thank you for me, uh, meeting us at the game yesterday. It was a it was a blast. It was fun meeting everybody. So all the new subscribers, all new listeners, check us out. We do a daily podcast after every game, uh, Monday through Friday, and we just enjoy doing it. Um, otherwise, you 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 we wouldn't be doing this if we. <laughs> Because the Astros going to lose some games, they're going to win some games, and right. uh, so it just um, it's sometimes it's uh, bad. But I really dig. I'm gonna get this away from my arms in a second. But I really dig this new uh, Bregman bobblehead, and I like the way they have the Breggy bomb there. So I'm gonna go ahead and put this safely over here, so yeah, I do not yeah, break it.
1: I- yeah, I told Eric I was like, "Why are you putting bobbleheads right by your elbows?" You know what happened last time. But yeah, I just want to reiterate what you said. When Eric and I went to the game Saturday, we met some. We met some of our fans, and we meet we meet fans of all ages. And if you do see us at a game, don't hesitate to come up to us and say hello. I know I will be at the game Wednesday, an afternoon game. If you're going to be there, um, you know, come say hi to me. Um, I'll be kind of around the upper deckish area, but I'll just be walking around too. And it was, it was great. I mean, that, that Saturday game was great up until the end. I mean, I thought we had that thing in the bag, but games like that are going to happen. Um, Eric, and I know one of the things that people want to talk about right off the bat, we don't want to bury the lead, is the obvious, um, I guess, get-back pitches that this rookie threw at Altuve's head. I, right. I literally think he was going for his head. Now, he didn't – now. I I would hate to think that a rookie is that vindictive, but I think he had orders from Scott Service. To me, Scott Service is a cheap manager. Um, I don't like him. I don't think he has been good for the Astros or good for baseball this year. I think he started a lot of stuff. I think he is he's like the kid in school that will start stuff and get people in a fight, but he'll never get in trouble for it. Everybody else gets in trouble for his tomfoolery. The bottom line is this. The Houston Astros... Had two players get thrown at the first one was a first pitch fastball. The second one was first pitch Yuli Gurriel. There's an argument to be made that that curveball got away from him, but there's no excuse to throw at a player's head. And let me let me just say this: Saturday, when Rodriguez, when I'm sorry, when when um, when yeah, when Yuli Rodriguez got hit, nobody in the stands cheered. Nobody was excited. You remember when, when we're in hey. Seattle? What do they do when Altuve gets hit by a pitch? They cheer. They to oh, their yeah. feet and they're like, "Yeah,
0: the it's ridiculous."
1: Yeah, we don't do that. So y'all keep doing that. Y'all, y'all do you, boo. We're gonna do us, and we're not gonna believe for a second that that first pitch wasn't ordered. And how they didn't even get a warning after that second pitch just baffles me because they would have tossed Dusty in a in a hot minute. You know, that just that infuriated me today.
0: Yeah, I think that that was um, it was too early in the game, and they didn't want it to become a head hunting thing at that situation. So they're hoping that it was just an accident. Uh, Kirby is a good young pitcher; he has pinpoint control. Normally, he just looked a little bit off, and as Service was shaking his head and playing like, "Oh man, that I, I can't of believe that happened." Of course, he is. Of I course, can't he that is. happened.
1: Oh, yeah. and and. Dude, if you believe that, dude, I'm sorry. I got some oceanfront property in Arizona I want to sell you because that's a bunch of BS and y'all, everybody freaking knows it. And we've got some quotes from the Astros and what they said, Eric.
0: Yeah, so uh, definitely um, a lot of them were not happy. I, I know that Odorizzi, he said that he didn't really see it, but he he said that it was definitely not where it's supposed to be based on the reaction of the rest of uh, everybody else but um, uh, I think that the biggest statement was from Alvarez and Alvarez mentioned that he talked to Julio Rodriguez, and, Rodriguez um, and there was a message that Montero said that it was not intentional and Rodriguez admitted that oh yeah I knew it wasn't intentional when uh, he got hit by the pitch he even stayed in a game uh, but then he later got pulled and so it felt like it was over it was an accident it didn't and nothing was intentional but um when uh, i'm trying to find an exact quote but basically in this situation um well he, he said I, I got it, it he said yeah. the pitch we saw today that hit altuve definitely wasn't a positive meaning that it would it definitely looked like it was probably intentional and the Astros took it as intentional. And even Carlos Santana was trying to, uh, cal- calm the Astros bench from the, from first base saying it wasn't intentional guys. It wasn't intentional. It, it was accident. And now so...
1: this is, this is what I thought. Okay. Do you remember karate kid? Okay. Yeah. The final fight, Johnny versus Daniel. Okay. And, and like Daniel's kicking Johnny's butt. And he comes over, Johnny just had his his nose bloodied, okay? And he says, sweep the leg. And he's like, but Sensei, I can beat this guy. He's like, what did I say? Sweep the leg. Um, And he basically gave him a penalty point, and he wanted him to take him out. Now, I'm not saying Scott Service is (laughs) the Cobra Kai, um, you know, Sensei, but that's what it kind of made me think of. Like, you go out there and do it, and maybe the rookie's like, I don't want to. What did I tell you to do? Look, maybe I'm making much do about nothing, but I do know this for a fact. I do know this for a fact, that if the Astros feel like it's foul and it's not correct, that there is some intention. Blummer even said it, a former major league player. Todd Callis even said it. And Blummer is usually pretty good about not to, about making sure he doesn't say the wrong thing on the broadcast. He was very adamant, injected it right into the narrative, and said, this is intentional. Okay, and at the end of the day, we've got to move on from it. But when when a player gets thrown at his head, I don't care who it is on the mound. I don't care what grievance is trying to be settled. That that is not a way to settle it. The bottom line is you beat us on the field. If you can't beat us on the field, then go go get Castillo. Okay, and I, I hope the Mariners actually sweep the Yankees so we can overtake the Yankees. Right. Go go win your regular season World Series. If you make it to the playoffs, good. But you know what? The Mariners aren't a guarantee to make the playoffs either. So whatever, good riddance to these Jokers. They're a bunch of bozos anyways.
0: Yeah, definitely, and uh, it, the Astros actually were, got their sweet revenge, as Jay Roberts point out that um, that the Astros used that to actually score the two runs early in the game, and uh, so they they use the uh, they they use the aggression to kind of uh, figure that out. So it was good to see what happened there, and I'm glad to see that. Altuve was aggressive. They used a double steal there. So uh, basically it it ended well. I know that they scored two runs to tie the game later, but that's set up for a walk-off. And uh, we'll talk about that walk-off in a second, and then we'll talk about the trade deadline. And you know at the trade deadline, you want to know um, as a player, you want to get on a good playoff team. You want to get your name out there. And one of the good ways to get your name out there is by LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, so LinkedIn has you has you squared away, okay? As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small businesses fire on all cylinders. Now, I promise you, Major League Baseball teams wish that it was this easy where they could put the hashtag and the hiring frame on their picture, and then they could send out a resume or a questionnaire and then hire the right major leaguer for their team. But it really is that simple with LinkedIn Jobs. They make it easier. They help you create free job posts in minutes to reach your network. The largest professional network, 810 million people strong. What you do is this purple hashtag hiring frame lets people know that you're hiring to spread the word within your network to help the right people find you, find you so that you can hire them. Simple tools, screening questions make it easy for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can make this quick priority list of who you'd like to interview and hire it's why small businesses rate linkedin jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors so linkedin jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster do you know this every week 40 million job seekers visit linkedin that's right 40 million post your job for free at linkedin.com slash on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
0: You know what's not, doesn't make sense anymore? Buying tickets from anywhere else but simple seats. I mean, the fees are crazy. And it's just, I, I bought tickets for Brett and I the other day, and it's just so easy. So tell us about uh, simple seats.
1: So Simple Seats is an amazing place to go get your tickets. And anywhere you go these days, they're going to charge you like a 20% service fee. Well, not with Simple Seats. Simple Seats has you covered um, for all Houston sporting events, all major sports in Houston, Rockets, Texans, Astros. And it's where I go to get my seats. And right now, if you go to SimpleSeats.com, you will save $10 on your first $50 purchase or more when you use the code LOCKEDON10. That's promo code LOCKEDON10. When you go to Simple Seats, it's very easy. There's no extra fees. There's no hidden cost. The prices they have are great. They also have zone seating. saves you extra money. What they do is you choose the zone. You say, I want that zone. They find the best seat for you. I mean, you can find your own seat if you want to, but Simple Seats wants to make it easy, wants to make it to where you have more money in your pocket so that you can go to more games. Simple Seats, no fees, simple process. Go get your seats at SimpleSeats.com and use a promo code LOCK10. All
0: righty. So let's go ahead and talk about the trade deadline. It seems like everybody is all excited about that. Before we do that, um alvarez had one of those days that uh, you're like wow Al- what's go- going on alvarez he struck out a lot he just didn't look like he was on his game and uh, i know Callis and blummer were like this is one of those few games where it, the rest of the lineup needs to pick up for alvarez but what is a mvp to do he gets the big hit Uh, when you need it. And it wasn't a home run. It wasn't a double. It was just a little bleeder through the infield. And uh, so it was just a good hit to get the Astros to win. And um, in this situation, it was good that you had the ghost runner at second base. But I still hate the rule overall. But the Astros uh, won three of four versus the Mariners. And so uh, what else do you want to say about this game before we um, move on? We Oh, we got to talk about well,
1: Rizzi. Dude, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, come on, man. He had 15 yeah. swings and misses today. He had eight strikeouts. How are you glazing over Jacob to Rizzi, man? No I'm ready uh, to talk trades. Like, that's why. And, well, you know, here's the deal. You said a little bleeder. Eric, that was not a bleeder with singles. It's 105.4 oh, no. miles off the bat. It was the hardest hit ball of the game. And it was a single. It was amazing. Um, it had a launch angle of negative 21 degrees. <laughs> but it's expected batting average of 180. And the reason why it went through is because it was hit so hard. It's great to see Jake Odorizzi come in. And, you know, our friend Ryan Stanek, who we talked about, signing the Mall for us, did give up the runs. But that's going to happen with this relief group. Presley came in got the two strikeouts. Unfortunately, they couldn't finish it off in the ninth. So Neres came in. Dude, Neres looked nasty today. His pitches were breaking. His pitches were in the zone. He wasn't wild. And that's what you need. If you can get these relief pitchers, Hector film Phil Maton, you can get these guys in sync. If the Astros, for some reason, don't make a trade for a relief pitcher, these guys, they feel, will probably – have enough to take them very, very far. Now, some people are saying if they don't add a bullpen arm, that they may miss the World Series because of that. I'm not that pessimistic about it, Eric. But today's game was a good game. It was a gritty game. They literally only had two players have multi-hit games. That was Yuli Gurriel, who's been heating up, and Jose Altuve. Okay? And then you only had two other hits the rest of the game, Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez. So... Kirby came out, had seven strikeouts, um, but they just hit it. They just hit the ball where they were. I love this series, though, Eric, because Leibniz Diaz showed out and showed up. Mauricio Dubon showed out and showed up, okay? You have these guys. I think you've got two of the best utility guys in the major leagues. Not only Diaz, but I think Dubon has a chance to make major contributions during the playoffs. That's why they're assets to this team.
0: And Rizzi said that he made some adjustments from his last start and it looked like he was a totally different pitcher and uh, he pitched seven innings, had the eight strikeouts, only allowed two hits. He looked like he was in total control of this game. And uh, I know there's a lot of um, talk out there that the Astros are willing to trade a pitcher for a hitter and he could be the pitcher that the Astros are more willing to trade because he does have, technically he is under team control next year. He has a $6.5 million. Um, what? No, sorry. A um, I think it's a player option that can max out at $12.5 million uh, next year, but he also has a $6.25 million buyout. And so, Oh, Yeah, so uh, basically he is under contract for next year. So whoever trades for him does have technically some – options for next year but a team like the cardinals this is not they don't like to make the big splashes to upgrade their their rotation they do like to go out and make those smaller moves and this is somebody that i think the astros and the cardinals can maybe work out a deal for i don't know who the astros can get they're not going to be looking for prospects they'll be looking for one of their young outfielders i don't know if tyler o'neill would be somebody that you can look at uh, um, harrison uh, Bader uh, I don't think he's um uh, playing right now but there's just some young talent on there but I don't know how desperate the Cardinals will be willing to be to trade.
1: Okay so so here is Oriz's um here is his contract structure okay. Um 500,000 extra for 100 100 innings pitched. 1 million each for one, 10, 120, 130, 140 150 okay. 100, uh, $1.25 million for 160 innings pitched. Um, and then if he's in the playoffs, all that stuff. Now, 2023, a player option, which includes a $3.25 million buyout, option escalates to $2 million and a buyout increases to $1 million each for 20 to 30 starts or any game of 12-plus outs, maximum of 12.5, which is from 12.5 to six. Point two five million, So he has a player option if he reaches certain goals in 2022, but they have a buyout if they didn't want to keep him. Here's the thing. And here's why something like that is significant. The Cardinals were on the Odorizzi trail before he came to the Astros. They wanted him Thanks. before the Astros got him. So they've wanted him for a while. And when Odorizzi has been good, he has been good. I know some people say they want to trade him for a ham sandwich and hold the ham, and we joke about it, and we joke about bad Odorizzi. But Odorizzi on this team, Eric, I think makes sense. I don't think he's the guy that you trade to get much better because I don't know what the Cardinals are going to give you that is going to take something away from their playoff run. They've got a tough enough road in the National League. Why would they make themselves weaker for Jake Odorizzi? I just don't see it. Jake has got to eat innings. In the regular season, I honestly doubt he makes the playoff roster. I, I just doubt he'd make the playoff roster. The only guys I see them looking at, guys like Harrison Bader, like you mentioned, um, some of these younger guys. I just, I mean, there's no significant pieces that they have. Um, do they have a first baseman they can give away? Do they have a center fielder they can give away? We don't want Yadier Molina because he's he's almost like that guy's like 80 years old. So, at the end of the day. I think it's being mentioned, it's being talked about because the Cardinals still like Odorizzi as a part of their team. I just have not heard the terms from their side, so I don't. I don't want to speak to it because I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't talk and you know intelligibly about it. But we should talk about this talk, Eric um, Brendan Donovan, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, and I don't. I, I don't know anything about him. Um, there's another trade with another team that I would like to talk about as well.
0: Yeah, uh, going back to this, um, Click kind of addressed this before the, uh, sh- the, the uh, game. He said that we have to focus on putting together a functional roster on the field. Having six catchers, even if they're all great, doesn't exactly lead to a functional roster. With starting pitchers, I'd rather be in a position where we almost have too much of that on the flip side. The question becomes, how do you strike that balance and how do you walk that, t- that tightrope? It's a constant conversation. There's no right answer to it, but it's something we think about because we have Lance McCullers, who's about to make another start with uh, the Sugarland uh, uh, Space Cowboys, I believe, on Tuesday. Yes, and so he should be returning at some point in the near future. So um, then you're going to have six starters and so or seven starters, and so at some point you've got to figure out what you're going to do because. This rotation, just looking at it, Farmer Valdez is nine and four with the two point eighty ERA. Verlander is fourteen and three with the one point eighty ERA. Eighty one. Urquidy is nine and four with three point eighty six ERA. Garcia is eight and six with the three point eighty one ERA. Javier is six and six with three point twenty six ERA. Odorizzi, after today's start, is four and three with the three point seventy five ERA. You've got a lot of starters and that's not even including Lance McCullers. So you've got to make a decision at some point on what you're going to do.
1: I really think that they can afford to get rid of a starter. I really think someone's going to get traded. But to speak to the game Tuesday, they just announced that Dallas Keuchel will be pitching against oh. Lance McCullers at Consolation Field. Wow. They yes, it, it, so and I'm I'm like I want to go but I've got some obligations that I think I may that may take precedence over that, but that would be a game to see. If you get if you haven't been to a Space Cowboys game, you need to go see Keiko versus McCullers on the mound. That is awesome. It was literally MLB sources. Mark Berman's reporting this. This isn't me saying random sources. This is literally a legit headline. That's why I'm wearing my Space Cowboys hat, because I'm trying to promote these bad boys. You need to go watch and play. It's fun. Hey, Jose Siri is probably going to hit a bomb. Um, Corey Jokes is probably going to hit a bomb. I mean, they're a fun team to watch. They've got electric stuff. Yannir Diaz, if you've heard of him, Pedro Leon. And, hey, go early. Bring your kids. Get autographs. They sign autographs. They talk to you. It's a great environment. But, you know, Eric, this whole – I think a lot of people expect big moves and expect every move to happen mm-hmm. immediately – yeah. And it's not going to happen immediately. It's probably going to go to the deadline, like the yeah. deadline.
0: And uh, James Click actually addressed why uh, the market's so slow right now. We'll talk about that in a second. And we'll talk about some of the the trade ideas that we've kind of seen floating around on Twitter in a second as well. So uh, we'll continue that conversation in a second. But uh, let's talk about bet online because I wonder who they bet on the Astros trading for.
1: So, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check out all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today and use your mobile device and learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: All righty. So let's go ahead and talk about our favorite hangout spot, which is located in NASA. Let's talk about Hooters.
1: Yeah. So let me, tell you about Hooters NASA is a great place to hang out. And before I get into why, it, why it's so great, on August 6th, we're going to do a live event at Hooters NASA. We're going to have giveaways. Hooters gift cards, Astros game tickets, SimpleSeats.com credit. I mean, so much fun is going to be had. Come hang out with the world-famous Hooters girls. Anytime the Astros play, you'll hear the action. So what we'll do at 4.30, we'll do a live podcast on air. And then at 5.10, the game will start. We'll watch the game with you guys. We'll hang out. Maybe we'll have some teriyaki wings. Maybe we'll have some maple chipotle wings. But they've got um, – a ton of brews on tap. They've got things like Hooter Aids. They've got their Daytona style beach. Smoked rings, roasted, naked or boneless. They have got a plethora of flavors. And they've even done things like taking trips to the Astros game. So you definitely want to get hooked in with the culture there at Hooters. Talk to Rosie. Find out why she wears black socks since October 26, 2005. I don't have to tell you why. You probably know why as avid, smart Astros fans. So if you're going, well, where do I get to this live event on August 6th? I'm glad you asked to come hang out with us and meet us. I-45 South exit 528 for great wings and the best service from the world famous Hooters girls can be located near the NASA value shopping center South of the Baybrook mall. So come check us out. Come check out Hooters and go see what the Hoot is all about. Cause Monday through Friday, they have happy owl specials from three to six legendary Ritas and the world famous Hooters girls. Tell them that the guys that locked on Astros sent you.
0: All right, I'm excited about that live broadcast, and hopefully we'll be talking about a big trade. And uh, James Click uh, kind of went on a, the radio and said that uh, the main thing that's kind of slowing things down is the extra playoff spots this year. He said, we're still hopeful. We're still trying to get something done, but there are fewer teams that are aggressively selling, and that makes it a little bit of a seller's market. We're not selling, so that makes it tough on us. So technically, they are selling Jake Odorizzi, but at the same time, they're not really aggressively selling uh, Jake Odorizzi. If you can upgrade your team, uh, your lineup, you you trade Odorizzi, but you're not going to just trade him away for a prospect. He has too much value on this team to just trade him away for nothing. And so this is what Click said that uh, he wants to uh, work on. He wants a backup catcher, another bat to lengthen a top-heavy lineup, and perhaps another reliever for the bullpen. And uh, he said that uh, our level optimism is not what I'm concerned about. What I'm concerned about is our aggressiveness and our willing to go out there and stretch and do a deal. That is something we can control, and that is something that we're focused on.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think that this is a chess match, not a checkers match. And I'm going to throw this out there since we're kind of starting to go into the whole trade talk. Um, There, there have been, um, I guess, MLB rumors. Uh, Patrick Crichton from one of the local radio stations talked about this, about this trade between the Astros and the Rays. And the names mentioned were like Jose Arquiti. And I'm sorry. Yeah um Jose Siri and Jose Arquiti, okay, as the trade pieces. Now, I'm going to tell you who they're looking at trading. I'm going to give you all some stats and then and then I'll I'll give you their names, okay? If we trade them for a first baseman that's an excellent defender, 29% better hitter than league average with control through next season, as well a 24-year-old former first-round pick outfielder Top 100 MLB prospect, he's actually their their fourth best prospect, who has 53 doubles, two triples, and 28 home runs, and 530 AAA at-bats. That is KJ Choi and Josh Lowe from the Rays. Now, do the Rays and the Astros make this trade, Eric? Bottom line is this. Those are the kinds of things you're going to have to look at. And as I've been on the Jose Arquiti trade train, I'm wondering, Do you trade a guy that is 3-0 in the World Series? Is he the clutch guy that you give away to someone else and it hurts you? That's the trick to all these things. It's not as simple as just giving away a player. But KJ Choi is not a bad bad choice, okay? It would be to help Yuli. He wouldn't take over for Yuli completely. Any first base help they bring in, even Josh Bell, Yuli will still play. Remember, Yuli can play other positions. He's hitting. He's going to be in the lineup. So the question is, what player makes the most sense and gives them the biggest advantage? Does this trade push them over for a World Series? I don't think it does. I still think they need a left-handed reliever. I still think Bell moves the line a little bit more. But is not a bad choice. But low, if you're looking for a guy to contribute now, I don't know that he's going to be able to contribute now. That's the only problem I see with that.
0: Yeah. G-Man Troy, uh, he is an interesting guy. He um, He's somebody that has played well in the playoffs. He's played played well against the Astros in playoffs. At the same time, the Braves are a team that you possibly could face in the playoffs. So um, who, who knows if that's a good deal? Um, so. I think James Click, he'll have to think about this deal. I think that kills two birds with one stone, but at the same time Lowe really hasn't answered. Hasn't really shown too much in his, his um, experience in his limited time. But um, Josh Bell, in his limit, in his seven or eight years in his career, he's shown that he can be a big time hitter, and he showed that yesterday in the win for Nationals. Yeah. Not only did he get the big three run homer to give them the lead, they also played great defense. And so, this is a guy that I think the Astros are going to focus on the most, and uh, they they do need a backup catcher. Uh, nothing against Lee and Odorizzi said great things about Lee. Said we have um, uh, he has a great future with Houston Astros, but I don't think he's ready for the Astro for big leagues yet. Hitting wise, p- uh, catching wise, sure. But I think he, uh, the Astros called him up at a wrong time when he was not hot at the plate. And so I think he still needs some more times in A. So that's why I think they need a backup catcher. They need – don't expect a sexy reliever, even though the rumor is, is that Josh Hader could be potentially had. But the Brewers are not going to just give Josh Hader away. They're the going to have to needs, overwhelm him.
1: Yeah, the Brewers' needs are a lot like ours. The Brewers are 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 in the hunt for a World Series. I just don't Hater don't see, for a starter, but I'm just I don't I don't it. know why. But why would no no? Why would you give away one of the best closers in the game for no? I I don't know. Like I've been I've been hearing that I I vehemently disagree with the notion that that Josh Hater is going to be moved anywhere. I don't Someone think. Someone mentioned will. that we yeah. need yeah. Someone mentioned center fielders. Now listen to this theory. Chaz McCormick needs to be the starting center fielder. Chaz McCormick needs to be out there. If there's ten games, he needs to be in nine of them. Chaz McCormick has proven this year that he is the best center field option. And if you don't go get a center fielder, A, you're not going to get Brian Reynolds. The Pirates have said they're not selling. Yeah. They're not, he's not going anywhere. So whatever people are telling you rumors about Brian Reynolds, they don't know what they're talking about. Number one, I told you all that. Well, yeah. did tell me I haven't yeah. I haven't been on the Brown Reynolds train. I have just said he's yeah. out there. I, I've never thought he's coming to the Astros, but I'm just telling you they're not selling him. But the center field spot, Chaz McCormick, has done far more better at the plate when he gets consistent playing time. He is the guy that I think they peg as a center fielder. Brett Wallace is not available. Old, no, no junk he, in the trunk. Brett Wallace he maybe no, he's not. <laughs> Eric. Stop it! No, he's not even playing. Why don't we bring back softball. John Singleton. Oh Jesus, Lord have mercy. Okay, what about Eric, Tyler Wright? Eric, this is not one of those comedy shows, bro. Okay, Come on, sorry. man. No, Chas McCormick, yes, okay, he's 185 against righties this year with an OPS of 623. He also hasn't played a ton. Let me tell you, Chas McCormick bat has a higher upside. So you you would rather go with you would rather go with Myers whose shoulder is clearly still messing with him, okay? And he can't throw the ball right now. I'm just telling you, Chaz McCormick may be your guy right now. I don't know who you're going to go out and get. No, George Springer actually is having elbow issues. Um, he actually messed up his elbow on the throw and on a swing. So he may, he may not be playing a whole lot leading into the playoffs. Bottom line is this. It's going to be exciting because I think what they're going to do is they're going to come down to the last minute And they're going to get something, and they're going to get someone that you and I probably haven't even talked about. But I'm not going to be shocked if Josh Bell comes here because I think they're pursuing him. I think they're driving his price down by extending the time they wait to get for him.
0: Yeah, uh, the Red Sox are listening on veterans. Uh, They haven't committed to being sellers yet, but J.D. Martinez is available. Nate Evaldi, who's pitching against the Astros on Monday, is available. Christian Vas- Vasquez is available, so he's a catcher so so, uh, so when i been, been against told
1: he's not he's not gonna be traded though so when I've been against Vasquez, I was thinking of Verdugo and okay. when I was like I don't I don't like Vasquez I was thinking Verdugo I got for some reason I got those two mixed up Christian Vasquez wouldn't be a bad yeah. backup option. But JD Martinez isn't coming here because no. the Astros Astros like pissed yeah. him off a long time ago. He's not coming here, Eric. We don't need a DH. So that's all he is. I know, is. but he, not he because in... they
0: pissed him off. I don't think that's
1: Eric, why he would never play in Houston again. The way that guy plays motivated at the plate and gets hits on us and just grinds on us. No, and then e- Evaldi, he says – I'm sorry, he's a local guy, but he's, he's talked so much crap against no, the Astros. No, I'm not saying – d- I was yeah.
0: just I was just saying the Reds are
1: doing a fire sale. The I Sox. wasn't Oh, no, oh, no. I do know, Sox, I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. like dude, but, but that's what's crazy. Like, they were freaking red hot at one point, and they were, you know, busting out expectations, and all of a sudden they – like, that is the weirdest team, I think, in the entire league because yeah. you never know what you're going to get, you know?
0: And Joey Gallo apparently has a trade market. And uh, this is uh, this is what John Heyman said about Josh Hader. Teams have been calling on Josh Hader. No indication that he's particularly available, but the Brewers usually seem willing to listen in case. He hasn't given up a earned run in the regular season in 11 months, but has a 12.54 ERA this month. So take that what you will. Uh, will but Josh Hader is the guy that the Astros let get away.
1: The one well, that got away someone, by Katy Perry. That's right. Someone said, I'm, I'm a little feisty. You should have heard my rant earlier about Jordan Alvarez not playing left field enough. So I won't even go there because then I'll, I'll have to take my blood pressure medication. So anyways, I, I don't know anything else because, Eric, I think we're going to have some exciting stuff. So y'all need to stay tuned and make sure you subscribe. We're 15 subscribers away. Come on, people. This Ryan Stanek ball to a random listener. That's right. Go sign up. Hit the like button. Check us out. Tell your friends and family about us. Have a watch party. Watch it on YouTube. Watch it before the game. You know, we're going to have fun. Wednesday, if you're there, the Red Sox game, let me know. Hit me up on socials, and uh, I'd love to meet you.
0: And no bobbleheads injured in this podcast. Uh, so that's Amen. a good thing. So uh, it, Monday, it's going to be Luis Garcia. Tuesday, it'll be Christian Javier. Wednesday, it'll be Jose Kitty So uh, this the Red Sox are not the same Red Sox that have dominated the Astros in the past. But I think this would still be an interesting matchup. And the Yankees lost, right?
1: Yes, the Yankees did lose. The Yankees okay. did lose. And so... What MLB record did they break today? Are you aware of one?
0: I think that uh, they're talking about um, hit by, like, hitting um, Mariners hitters. But the actually, That's I, yeah. I think uh, the MLB record, I have it somewhere, was 21. It's the, it's the Orioles, right? Tigers or something the against Tigers. the uh, the Indians or the Guardians now back in tw- 2009 or 2008 or something. It was 21 or something like that. So Mariners fans are just coming after the Astros for saying, well, you've been throwing at our guys all year, and we throw at your guy once. And uh, Yeah, it was happens. the
1: Tigers hit 21 Cleveland batters over 18 games. Holy crap.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. But but the fifteen hit by pitches, Houston versus Seattle is a, a Seattle record. Yeah, Seattle so, record. Yeah. yeah, that Astros Locker shared that with us. So yes. Hey guys. Thank hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And and, and for those that we met at the game, hey guys, keep rocking it. Keep following us. We appreciate we appreciate it.
0: All right. My name is Eric Heisman. He is Brett Chancy. We are the Locked on Astros podcast. Tune in to us and we're going to hopefully be doing some instant analysis of any trades that go on between now and Tuesday. And yes, something will happen.